Welcome to Real Talk, Real Women, Breaking the Silence Around Abuse. I am Zema Saraniki, your host, and today we have the honor of having Jamie Wiggins joining us. Jamie is a transformational healer and warm wisdom holder. She is trained as an art therapist, a warm medicine woman. Jamie has experience working in a clinical setting with children, teens, and adults who have experienced trauma in groups and with one-on-one support. Jamie is a writer, a poet, a dream worker, with years of experience traversing the unseen realms of the human psyche. She's a lifelong apprentice to the language of the soul. Her work in this field and her own healing inspired her to dig deeper into the nature of creativity and how it lives in the body. Through the discovery of working with the womb and its cycle, Jenny has found a deeper experience of healing for herself and her clients. Through learning to be in connection with the womb center, Jenny has begun to experience the feminine vibration of creation and her own infinite creative potential. She's passionate about supporting women in the process of connecting with the source of vitality in themselves and accessing their own infinite creative potential. Through the lifelong process of healing from trauma and breaking ancestral patterns, Jenny has journeyed through layers of physical pain to inhabit her body in a new and awakened way. The magic of synchronicity, dreams, writing, and womb wisdom has lit her path. If we look for the golden threads of connection, Jenny believes everyone, every person's story is their own transformational mystic journey. Jamie offers virtual one-on-one coaching, individual mentorship for girls and young women, and rites of passage monarchy, workshops, and ceremonies for girls, girls 10 to 14 years old. She also offers regular meditation and dance circles in her local area, a place to deeply listen to the body and awaken the flow of Shakti. Jenny, it is such an honor to have you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My first question. We understand that you are all about healing, healing trauma, helping others on their healing trauma. And we heard a little bit that you also transcended physical ailment and physical pain. What kind of abuse did you overcome? What did you prevail over that made you who you are today? Yeah. Um, when I was 14, um, I was molested at um, a friend's house at a sleepover. And... Um, and yeah, uh, it was a it was an older friend of 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 the brother that was there, and um, and when I yeah when I experienced it, I had a I was had a freeze response, um, and the next morning, I shared with my friends that were there the um, the little sleepover, and um, and no one believed me. And that I think that I have, as I speak, I have I, I hold my my fourteen year old self with a lot of compassion, you know. Now and um, I think um, the the wounding of of the actual experience 
was its own obviously deep wound and then also um not being heard and received when i um when i shared and so after that it kind of just got pushed away into a little um some of my healers call it the little black box you know the place of repression and um i didn't share with my family and i didn't share with anyone else for quite a long time um yeah and so then my adolescence was um a series of kind of coping layers that i i learned to survive um and you know it's interesting because people have experienced so many different kinds of trauma and i think one of the things that i told myself at the time was that this is very small this isn't that big of a deal you know and people have had so much worse and that was one of the voices and one of the stories that kind of kept it repressed and kept it pushed away um and so that's part of why i feel it important because so many young women and women and children experience things of this nature um yeah that that like all all of the stories are important and they all affect our bodies and souls um and so yeah through throughout um my adolescence i started to use i started to put myself in really unsafe situations and and looking back um in relationships and with unsafe people and um kind of using seduction as a form of growing um power or feeling like i was empowered um but really it was a coping skill to try and feel safe um yeah and and just all all the different layers there were there was this there was a very strong like people pleasing all, all these things that are like that were trying to keep me safe and and for the time being they they did in a way um but as as the layers of coping solidify and kind of start to form almost a straitjacket it, it it makes it so that the real self can't breathe as well and um yeah and so through throughout adolescence this was going on and I was still living my life and doing well in school and um and just pushing pushing it down and anytime thoughts of this experience came I just kind of trivialized it or um really just pushed it away um but by the time I was in in college as a as a young a young woman I started to have more physical pain um I started to get chronic migraines like several times a month with my men menstrual cycle um and they were pretty debilitating like I would have to go away I would have to go in a dark room for several days and I would be physically ill and um and then I also started to have really really horrible menstrual cramps and um to the point where one one time I collapsed and um and it was from the pain and it and I after that I was I was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome um and it was a a cyst that had burst that it was it was that level of pain so um my body just started speaking really loudly um and I didn't have that understanding at all at the, at the time 
Um, but it was kind of, it was calling to me. Um, and I always had the impulse towards healing, towards healing myself. Um, and art and writing had always been this um, nourishing stream that I would go to as, as a child, as an adolescent. I would always write in my journal and write my poetry and and that really fed me and, and nourished me and I think got me through a lot, like helped me stay in touch with my soul self, even through these layers of coping. Um, but yeah, so so the, the pain, the pain was its own um, language. It was its own portal. It was its own, it was calling to me very loudly. And so that was something I really journeyed with for quite a few years through my, through my twenties. Um, yeah. So that, that's, that's the first. Thank you. Thank you for following. We hear you. We acknowledge you and way too many people can relate to your story. I've experienced something similar mm-hmm. and the fact of not being believed or being brushed away or being, I was even being slapped and fell off the uh, fell on the floor when I said, "Yeah, there is something of that nature that is going on." Oh, you said a bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I must not say. And shortly after, I was actually awake. So when you say that you experience molestation and then not believe mm-hmm. as an adolescent. A teenager, it's very, very unsettling. Enough to indeed grow, assist, and grow other cries for being seen, being acknowledged, being heard. Yeah. So the first thing we tell you as an audience is we see you, we acknowledge you, we see you. Thank you. And then hold that for my, that, that child self, you know, that 14 year old girl who, um, I can feel that like for her, it's this, it's like this deep, I feel it so much in my heart, this deep compassion um, for, yeah, just not knowing that I could reach out and and get that support. Like these things that, you know, I would have been supported by my family, but it was, it felt, it felt too shameful or it felt too, there was, there was too much, whatever baggage around it and um it 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 needed to be locked up but what if the culture was different around that you know what if right story was different and yeah i and i believe that nowadays the world opens up to actually welcome more of these stories especially since the neutral movement that really opened up a lot of Pandora books. Certainly. Certainly a lot of those. Right. Yeah. My question for you now, Jamie, you are experiencing your adolescence with these different layers of trauma that are adding up on top of one another. There must have been a moment in time that you made the irrevocable decision to heal. So we heard you went to writing, that is one part of it. 
what was this decision? When was this decision? Feedback your own power. Yeah. Um, the, the moment, the transformational moment that I can see in my journey looking back was when I decided to go see um, my uh, a counselor who became my mentor. Um, and it's interesting because I had already begun. So I had these impulses towards healing and being a healer um, already. And I had already begun actually on my journey of becoming an art therapist at this time. And I was still repressing um, this early trauma, though I felt like, oh, like I've, you know, felt it. Like it was, I was not, I was not fully going into this layer. Um, And so finally, um, it was my first time seeing a counselor and I was 22 and, um, yeah, she asked, she was, she was a dream worker, um, has trained as a Jungian psychologist. And she asked her clients on the first day to bring a dream. And I was just reflecting, um, on this. And the first dream actually that I brought, I can remember, cause it was just a really powerful moment and, and going to her felt kind of magic. And, um, I was very nervous. Um, and there is that feeling of, when you go to see someone and you have this repressed trauma, these repressed traumas or whatever, you know, it feels kind of blurry and triggering and you feel very exposed and um, like, wait, I'm on top of things. I can do that. You know, it's that all the, the brain, the, the frontal cortex, the two brains are fighting over anyways. Um, so I went and the dream that I shared was, um, it began with a house that I was escaping out of a window of a house and this house, there was sexual trauma. There was sexual abuse in this house like that, like there was a man and it was kind of like this scary energy place. Um, and I was, I was going out of the window and I landed on the, and I stepped on the earth on the grass and I left this house and, um, and I walked towards this beautiful tree I think it was an oak tree and it was very large and old and had deep roots. And, um, I actually, in the dream, I, I took a a little pitcher or a small chalice and I, um, and it had menstrual blood inside of it and I poured it on the roots of the tree. Um, and so my 22 year old self, and it was very powerful and felt rather mythic this, this dream. Um, and my 22 year old self had no idea. It felt kind of weird and gross and like, oh, why was I boring menstrual blood? And what does that mean? And, um, yeah, but looking back, it feels like this, a moment of leaving, leaving a place of habitual, of really, um, ancestral trauma also that, seems to be an uh, energetic imprint and that I've learned and um, and changing the story and moving into a deeper connection with the womb, which was my story to move into. But I didn't, that didn't happen for another 10 years, but that was kind of, uh, you know, telling the future a little bit. And, um, 
and a connection with the earth and nature as well. It's an absolutely amazing dream when you think about it and it really shows exactly where you were hurting at that moment in time. That dream was the exact trauma you were wanting and ready to heal. Yeah, I'm what came through definitely 100%. It really corresponds to the story you just shared. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and that my womb, you know, was the place of pain and it also now transformed into the place of power. Exactly. So it was calling out for that healing. Yeah. Because our womb, to tell us just sentence, everything that starts with W-O, like womb, like woman, like world, like word, even work. Everything starting with W-O and then we say, no, it's too woo-woo for me. It's actually very good if it is woo-woo because it starts with this W-O that is powerful. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was just like playing with words <laughs> thinking of that. Like, hey. <laughs> How amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you do this womb work. Now you support adolescent women and girls to, to, with their rite of passage, with growing up, with welcoming their femininity when it starts to blossom and start to exist, like spring of life. Mm-hmm. How does that look like for you? Oh, it's, it has felt like such a, a full circle. And um, I mean, w- with the with the young women that I get to work with, um, gosh, it, it really, for, for a long time, and especially in my training early on as an art therapist, I, I did work with adolescents and I worked with sexual abuse actually is where I did my training, which everything clicks and, you know, there's, uh, there's all these pieces. Um, and but it's it just feels like such a full circle to be able to now um, hold the space for these young women in such a different way. And um, I, I, I've done a lot of work and healing and, and, and time and, on myself. And so now I feel like I'm, I'm finally able to meet them in a way that... Um, you know, I can bring full presence and compassion and um, it is, it's, it's a really, really special time. And, and it is the time that I, you know, experienced my wounding. And so I, I come with that full force of like, of wanting to just empower these girls um, to, to know the power of, and magic that lives inside their bodies. And, um, and how to live in alliance with it in a way that, um, you know, it took me a long time to, to come to this place. So um, I just imagine what it would be like to learn that and, and, and embody that and connect with that power and wisdom from the beginning. Um, and, you know, that's that's how 
that's how it used to be a long, long time ago. That was, that was the way, you know, you were welcomed into the, the tribe of women and, um, gosh, can live in such a different way if we're able, if we're able to do that. Yeah. It's, 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 it's potent work. And, um, I, I didn't, I didn't know, like, um, I didn't know that I was going to do this work, honestly, especially even as I work, moved into working more with the womb, um, I didn't, I was still not, not sure, or I didn't feel necessarily drawn to working with the young women, but, um, it actually came a couple of years ago through a womb meditation. Um, and I work, I work with my womb and its cycles basically in a process of manifestation. So it would be like the, the winter of the, of the, is the bleed. So that's the time to really like sink in and be in the cave and be in darkness and receive. Um, and so during that time, I had basically, uh, you know, it, I, I heard that I needed to do this work and um, I heard who I needed to contact to, to create my first group. Um, and it was just a really magical process, the way it came into form. Um, and I find that when working with the cycles of my womb, of menstruation and the, the full cycle of, of, of our, of our seasons, all of them. Um, there's a, there's an ease to creating that, um, I never realized before, like that, that working, like our bodies hold the power of creation. And if we're actually moving in alliance with this physical process of release and rebirth over and over throughout the cycle, um, we are given the capacity and the power and the clarity to know what seeds to plant, when to grow them, when to harvest. Um, it's pretty, pretty potent. So yeah, that's, that's how this work came. And it, and it was a surprising blessing to, to me. Uh, and it was a, a surprising full circle to be like, oh, like I get to witness this this, this process, this transition into womanhood or, or, you know, just beginning to be a menstruator, really not full womanhood, but, um, it's, it feels very special. It does. It does feel special because it really contains the entire creation process from the formation. I mean, the butterfly is the biggest example of what it actually represents. If you take a metaphor of what's going on, to go into 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 darkness and the secret of the womb, and from there grows, 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 grows an entire full, complete human being. Yeah. And you just think about that. It's like, wow, we do have the creative power within as women it's amazing and it's no it's no surprise that it's been repressed you know because it is so powerful mm -hmm. and it has no other other choice than to actually blossom and, and it has to come out and it has to heal mm -hmm. and to cry and to say hey i am okay and then we have to hear and we have to acknowledge ourselves. 
And this is what you do so well now. So yeah, I working working with the Loom Minute Cycles has um, yeah changed changed the way I live my life uh, on a really just day to day basis. I, I have such a a different way I get to navigate things. I, I work with my womb every day and and tap into it, it's a really it's a place to grow life force, life shakti, to to go in and just really cultivate it. And that's that's not a a new practice. It's it's an Ayurvedic tradition. It's in there's a lot of ancient womb practices that um yeah to to move into the womb and to be able to do that. And and I also receive guidance. Um I can hear my woman's voice now. It took me a long time to kind of connect in this way, but I really I I write it down. It's kind of like writing a dream down where it's it's you have to write it down right away or you'll forget. Um and that's when you kind of know it's 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 coming, coming from, you know, this source feed. Um, yeah, it's, it's something, it's something special. And I, all, all of the, um, all of my creative works come from this place. The novel that I'm working on, I, it came to me during a full moon and the first day of my bleed, it like downloaded. <clears throat> and, um, my, I, I offer, a a monthly or bi-monthly um, article or, or a little poem or something. It's called Peach. It's, a, it's my newsletter, but it's more of a creative mm-hmm. offering. And that came as a whole. It came like during my bleed and said Peach. <laughs> and then and then each time, each month I'm given kind of a word or inspiration that wants to be shared. You know, there's there's months that I don't do it, but um, it's, it's, a, it's a regular practice that I offer. You can actually... Um, you can sign up for that offering um, on my okay. on my website too. But yeah, That's great. What yeah, is your website? Um, it's Boomwork or it's Jamie. Sorry, now I'm now I'm messing. <laughs> Jamie dot at gmail dot com. Okay, so that's, that is your email address. Jamie dot Boomwork at gmail dot com. Email address. Yeah, and then um, Jamie Wiggins dot org is my is my website. Okay.org. Yeah. So not dot com but dot org. That is important so that we find yeah. you and not someone else. Very, very awesome. <laughs> Do you have a a poem or a novel or an idea that you would want to share with us? Especially as you are such a prolific creator. I'm sure you have something. Yes, I have. I have a blessing. Um I would love to share and it comes from the very bottom of my heart. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, this is for, um, I call it for children with broken dreams. Uh, so I'll begin. So I must speak loud and constantly that you know joy and feel your power, that you are safe and get to say, that you stay long and right and well that you know your sacred body and peek to the gold stream of magic play, that your body, soul, and maker know the way, that all of us together break the chains, that this is not yours alone to hold, that on your shoulders this will not stay, that we let the wisdom of the ages take us, make us what we long to be, 
and live clear and bright, full and free, that you know your pleasure as its holy right and meant to be, that it is possible, that it must be. If I speak it loud enough, whisper on my lips as often as I breathe, if I pray it with every part of me, call on the ancestors that can see. If we see it, breathe it, feel it. If we cry it, dance it, and take it to the beads. If I pray it, if I say it loud enough, it must be. Isn't it beautiful? I see it's a blessing. Thank you so, so much. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Gemma. Is there one last thought that you would like to share with our audience? Something we did not talk about, or maybe something we talked about, but you really want to emphasize? I just, I, in my own experience, I believe that um, our pain and our traumas can be a portal into our power. And it's not to describe away or analyze away the pain and the wounding and to say that's okay. And it's not. But there's a passage through. And uh, there's another side and through, you know, through that wounding, there can be great transformation. Yeah, I believe that. Being. That's beautiful. Thanks for saying Be infinitely blessed. Thank you bless so many people along your path. As do you. You're lifting up so many people. Keep up the good work. <laughs> <laughs>